Okay, good evening. And Freilich and Hanukkah. We're going to talk about something which is really a continuation of the last topic. The last one was Bitzur, Davni out of distress. The next of the ten Lashayness, next of the ten languages of Tefillah is actually connected. And it's Shava, which is, I'm trying to think of just to it. Um, it's almost like a hysteria uh, to, to call out. Uh, uh, the Pasuk says in Shemos Vital Shava, Asim Eslochim and Avayah, the Jewish people screamed out to Hashem because of the slavery of Egypt. And of course, we know that the Chazal say is that the moment they started to scream, that's when the salvation came, that's when the Yeshua comes. So on this level, Shava, Yeshua, Ashava, excuse me, it's literally screaming, Shavakashakim, please, for begging, pleading for mercy. Lavakish, we'll see the other Lashrenists are singing and, and, uh, and more contemplative, but are calling out in different ways or standing in front of Hashem. But this is, a, is, is a, even a higher level of calling on these it's, it's a hysterical scream, so to speak, uh, which is a continuum to, to scream out to Hashem for mercy. It, a bitter scream. In a I'm not like just asking, can you please pass the ketchup? Could you please help me out over here? Like, you know, nice, cordial, you know, calm, please. No, this is a stereo. This is screaming. Don't scream out Davin, but it's a, it's a feeling of screaming. El Toifeth says, he sham anikra balaz. A stereo. It's literally a hysterical scream. Right, you see a woman at their nebuch, a relative sick in the hospital, or their kid gets hit, chalila, or something terrible, something traveling out of their screams, uh, and they can't control themselves. It's such an intense scream. And they, and they cry out all kinds of, lang- all, all kinds of, of, uh, of cries, of, of pleading, uh, now we know that a regular tefillah, a regular prayer, is called in the Chazal, uh, uh, and asking for, uh, for mercy. Our languages of tefillah requests are translated as tefillah. Okay, so we see all, in general tefillah is called a request. Mikomakom, not the, nevertheless, all of them in the drashim, anonymous bakasha ben eser l'shenatil. We don't find bakasha, a request. That's not one of the ten, right? We we know that the like vital shav awesome, or batzer. Like we see, we'll see all the other l'shenas, all the other languages descriptive of davening of prayer are found. It's never bikesh. It's not. It's never a question of of bikesh. It's Shava, Otsa'aka, Obitsor, Bakasha Greda is not really Muskaris. Vasibo, he, Mishu, by the way, there is a language, he doesn't bring this down, but I have this question to myself. It's speaking Yaakov, Yaakov wanted to sit tranquilly, but you don't see that he prayed for that way. He just said it was a personal, internal thing. You could want something, but whenever the, the Avos, whenever you see the Chazal where they're praying, it's a tefillah. It's 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 not just a regular request, and we'll see in a moment why. You see in the languages that are used, there's shava, this hysterical saaka, screaming bitzer, this this urgent need of a bakasha grain in his curse. Vasiba, the reason is, listen to this: 
because in truth, when we stand in front of Hashem, Umabitim, and we have a view of truth, Rayim, we can see Shabakashas, the request that we need for our success, for our family's success, for the Jewish people's success, are not regular Bakashas, they're not Bakashas Greda. Elakulan, all of them, Be'emes, the Mishnatis, they're totally necessary. Vinerois, and they're awesome in nature. And it's not enough to say, please. Right? If, you're, if you're about to starve to death, you don't say, please, can I have this? You say, please, you scream, you cry. If somebody's, is, 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 you, you have a chance to save somebody from, from, from death, you have a chance to, 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 to get into somebody, whatever it may be. If it's so important, it's not just a regular please. And the truth is, all of these things, all the bakashas that we need, even in the material world, could go and bakashas our parnasas, our parnasas, our sustenance. If we can't pay our bills, if we're going to end up homeless, you ever see homeless people? San Jose, plenty of homeless people. When I used to do the Erev route, I met so many of the homeless. Because all the Erev is on the right of ways, under the bridges, by the highways, by the canals, besides the regular homeless that are walking around. <laughs> There's a whole kind of, you want to be homeless, a person who loses their house, what it is, you don't just, you know, something calm about that. A person needs to have parnasa, a person needs to have sustenance, to have a career, to have money. If you don't have that, it can also lead to sins. As Shlomo Amal, the wise of all men, said initially, person will steal, he'll desecrate the name of Hashem, he'll have tainas, he'll have complaints. The truth is, he's talking about Israel. If we have a little bit of stale bread, life will go on. But if we have chayvus with tashlumen, we have serious debts and loans, and we have no way to pay them back, you know what happens then? People end up stealing in the desperate name of Hashem, doing all things. Having interest, interest, excuse me, machlekes, quarreling, fights, all things of just shol tachis, a little really level, a level of Gehenim, of H-E-L-L in this world. Where per, you don't have parnasa if you can't pay your bills. Somebody's sick, they can't afford medicine. They can't pay the electric or the plumbing. Or their roof is falling on their head and they can't fix it. It's big problems. Serious things. You're doubting Hashem for parnasa. A person needs parnasa. But kashal banim. Children. A person's... One of the main ways of a person to live on eternally is to having children. Or Bria Saguf, health. Our, all of our service of Hashem is dependent. As, as I once have said before, the Ramesha Shapiro, that Saul Shapiro once told me, I, the name of the Chasidim, in the beginning Hashem created the heavens and the earth. The Chasidim say, first you're healthy, you have to be healthy, and then you can have Elohim. Then you can serve Hashem. If you're sick in bed, you cannot daven. If you're sick in bed, you cannot learn. If you're sick in bed, you, you can do lots of chesadim. Right? If you can't, if you can't move around, if you're a crunk, if you're sick, you're prescribed from going to all kinds of things. See, when you're davening for health, you gotta daven. It's not just, oh, please, Hashem, make me healthy. No, it has to be a tefillah. Kamoshu kasev the Rambam, v'zal shanav the Rambam, the Rambam reminds in, in Hilchas Deus. We should know having being healthy and whole is the ways of Hashem. 
you won't have my Chavrusa today. He had a headache. He had to get out of all or whatever. He couldn't think and learn. He just having a headache. Just having a headache. Imagine serious pain. Somebody told me that a daughter slipped a disc or something. It hadn't slept, hasn't slept in two weeks and he needs to have some kind of procedure. Um, can't sleep. is in terrible pain in the back. You're in terrible pain. You can't focus on dominating and on learning and helping and doing things. You don't, have to, you, don't have to, you have the bandwidth. Health is very important. People don't, don't go to places because they can't walk straight. Or they don't feel good. It's very hard to, to be truly involved in Hashem if you're healthy. So when you're dominating for health, you say, please give me health. You say, Hashem, give me health. Please. You need it. Desperately. So really everything we ask for in this world all of our, so to speak, requests are really awesome in nature. And if we're lacking in these areas, it's These things are true and they can be eternal. The things that, the, 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 the repercussions. We stand in front of Hashem and we're We stop and we ponder, we contemplate, we contemplate, we think, oh my goodness, Ertzalp to Hashem. It's up to me. And I gotta ask Hashem for this. Rayim Shemakashas Kulam. We see everything is literally life, life, life impactful. Therefore, a person has to know and do. We pray to Hashem to understand Hatev really well. What do we need? What's missing? But not only what's missing, but if we have it, how important it is. Shemavakash, Dari Enodayma, we know something is a nice thing to have. President would like to have a winter home in Florida. Well, Hashem, can you give me a winter home in Florida? Okay, it's a nice thing. Or something which a person desperately needs. It's a different type of tefillah. It's a ready thing when we realize. Ha, it's mamish life for me to be healthy, to have money to pay the bills, to certainly Torah, which we'll get to in a minute, Ruchni is spirituality, having children, raising children, family dynamics, you name it. He is surrounded with all kinds of paths of death. For for King David, it's not like a nice thing, you know, extra addendum. A plus, an ec- a bonus. No, these things. Not just the physical life, the material, the whole spiritual. If you're not healthy, you can't function. If you can't pay your bills, you're nervous all day long. You can do terrible sins because of that. Um, if, if if you don't have a if you don't have a family, and again, there are certain people who clear not to have a family. But if you everything being equal, if it's if it's feasible, you're missing a part of your nitzchis, part of your eternal part of you, a part of it. It's not just a nice thing. It's the felt these dangers every day. What will happen from lacking these things? The you've saved me from death. David's calling these things life and death. I feel like I'm in a Right? Someone just asks you for something. Think about ourselves. Everyone on this call, everyone is going to hear this call. Many people that are not on this call hear this call every week. I know they see the numbers. If somebody asks you, you know, 
I'd like a loan of a thousand dollars. Somebody, you know, can I please have a loan? Let's make it even better. Five thousand dollars. So now it's going to hurt, pinch a lot more, right? I was asking five thousand uh, dollars. You like a loan? Many of us, you don't want to give. Get out of it. You take all of us, same people on this call, people listening to the share. Somebody comes crying to you. I, I, I can't, I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to live on the street. I'll pay you back. Please give me five thousand. That's a totally different ask. Same you and I. <laughs> it's the same you and I. Somebody you know. It's crying. Please, I'm going to be homeless. Please give me five thousand. My, my child needs the surgery. They will die. Or risk five thousand dollars. That's it. Really, it's a totally different ask. You, we would all deal with it very differently. Somebody's screaming, crying. Oh my goodness, my kid's going to die. I'm going to be homeless. Crying? Screaming? Not screaming, but they, they, you can hear in the voice. That's actually a reason that we would be answered to Hashem. Right? Our, if our health is that important, to, that, that Hashem said we have to give them health. And feel, feel, someone ask, even if you don't want to give it, but if he's crying and pleading and hysterical about it, we have mercy. Uh, we have mercy for the person. Uh, we have mercy for the person, we give it to them. Same person, same us, same you and I. In the Gemara tomorrow, the Talmud and Mesechus tomorrow, which is in Kachim, this is about Yavitz. Yavitz, of course, was one of the, it was the first Shaifet, the first pro, the first. Uh, uh, judge of, of Israel, you know, from Sefer Shaftim is all AKA Yavitz Asniel ben Kanaz. So he quotes a Pasuk in Chronicles, Devar Yamim, Vayikra Yavitz Lakeli Yisrael Leimar Shem Yavitz Kozat Hashem, Im Barach Tevarcheni Verbasis Kavuli, Vaisiyad Chayimi, Asis Mervalivoti Atzav Yavel Kesher Ashal. Yeah, the Talmud expounds. What was the Asim and Kanaz asking for? In Baruch, the Yisrael cries. He's crying to Hashem, pleading, begging. In Baruch, Tevarcheni. Listen to this. B'Torah, give me Torah. Verbeisi Yisrael, give me students. Talmidim. V'hai siyad chiyimi. And your hand is with me. Shalai yishtakich, talmud belibi. I shouldn't forget the Torah from my heart. V'asi mirah. You give me good friends to strengthen me. I shouldn't overcome If you do this, Hashem, this is great. But if you don't, I I I'm literally as Rashi over there will say, it's like I'm gonna die in sorrow. And then Hashem gave him what he asked for. Wow, it's an amazing thing. I need to have a yeshiva. I need to teach Torah. Hashem gave it to him immediately. Why? He was begging at the door of Hashem. Like I said before, the guy comes to your door crying, I need $5,000, but you're homeless. And you know him. Hashem knew who Asni Obikaz was. Remember we said a couple weeks ago, Hashem does not deal with us as prophecies. It's like a father, if he doesn't know about it, it's not going to help. And you're even a father. If you ask that, like, it's not a big deal. Don't make it into a big deal. You may not get it. When a kid comes crying to a father, please, and he's crying, and he's explaining, and he's talking, he's, he's desperate. A father has for mercy. Just the fact that you think it ain't going to help. Just the fact you want it, you don't articulate it ain't going to help. 
The person doesn't cry out, so Asnil cries out to Hashem. Asnil's a holy Jew. He's a holy Jew. He's the first, pro- first judge of Israel, first of the Shaftim. And he marries, marries Kalev's daughter. And he cries out for all these things. Right? He was literally, it was life and death for, for Asnil. It was him having this spiritual reality to him was life and death. A father has mercy. Sometimes we don't give a child something because we don't think it's that important. It's not that important. But when you see the kid crying, it's really important to the kid. And we have we're in a normal functional relationship. Right? A father will give it to the kid. And Hashem will give it to us. Hashem is all powerful, all giving. And the Gemara says this, that's one approach that Asnil asked. This is the other approach. That Asnil asked for material things at some level, which, which we just discussed at length, are really spiritual. So Asnil Kabin Knaz, Yaivitz asked for Imbarak to Verkhani with Piraviravi. Give me children. Give me children, Hashem. Piraviravia. Verabasis Gulim, and expound my boundaries with Bonim Bonus, with boys and girls. Be with me, when I go to make a living, I shouldn't be sick. I shouldn't be walking around this world hopping because I can't walk straight. My bones hurt me. My head hurts me. My heart is weak. I have diabetes. All these things which, which, which paralyze a person at some level or being paralyzed. I shouldn't be crunk. I shouldn't be in pain. I shouldn't be... It's obvious that the Yitzhar shouldn't get me because if I have any of these things, if I'm lacking children or a family or I'm lacking, uh, I'm lacking money or I'm lacking health, your person is more susceptible to the Yitzhar. So if you give me these, Hashem, Asnil says, great. But if not, I'm going to die in Zanis. Again, again, we said before that, 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 that the Shavasam, that this crying, this scream, this hysterical need, it's because when you really think about it, a person really understands and ponders the first days, it's not just for what you think is something intrinsically spiritual. The business, the health, uh, these are essential for a person who wants to be a godly person in this world. Um, he told him that, 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 you know, that one of the, I think it was, I forget which, which of the Marayim, he was not able to give shear well because he didn't have a meat. He wasn't have the strength, even like to, to give the shear, to be able to give over the Torah properly. I once saw that the Chavetz Chaim, Torah Wasserman, one of his greatest students, he was giving shear twice a day, which is very draining and demanding. A person gives a serious Talmudic shear to students. The Chavetz Chaim told to make sure to eat meat so you're not weak. A person needs strength. You know, if you're worried about paying your bills, you can't worry about a lot of other things. You just you get... The person sick and they they just they don't have the bandwidth, they don't have the headspace, mental health. He's I mean, you know if, you know if a person mentally healthy as a whole, they're consumed by it, totally consumed. They're serious. These are like at some level, it's literally life and death. It takes away from a person's vitality in this world. We know vitality means vitas, life, son, uh, abilities, koichas. You see that this was the way that the service, how the early, the others, the early sages, daven. It wasn't just when they daven. They gave, they were all in. They daven, they were all in. But not just they daven, they're all in. 
when they served Hashem, it was not enough for the greats, obviously, the, 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 the great kings, just to be on cruise control. On cruise control. No, they, they were in the It was literally, it, they wanted to go from one level to the other level. They should get out to the highest possible ability. The Daimel Amasha Amarakas actually had the first, second day of Hanukkah. I had, uh, I've been having, as I mentioned before this year, some different types of guests for Hanukkah, some observance of night, observance, whatever level. And one night, two people were getting into a conversation about weightlifting. I was listening to, uh, um, I'm not exactly a weightlifter. I mean, I do lift a little bit when I exercise, but I wait, I'm not a, I'm far from uh, looking to do squats. Like that, and they're talking about pushing yourself to the utmost of weightlifting. Right, they push, 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 push. Right, weightlifters don't stop. They they, they work up. Right, person push harder than you did last today. You go farther. Of course, it was within the within the point of reason. You're not going to go from forty pounds to four hundred pounds. It's you know, not possible. I right, even forty pounds to two hundred pounds. You risk your up your muscles, but you gotta be have a push. And that's why it says by David Hamelach. By he danced in front of the honor with all of his strength. He pushed himself to a point where he wasn't before. Listen to this. The Torah is accurate. This is prophet. The Torah, the book of Shmuel, was given by Samuel, right? Um, a large part, not this part, because it was after Shmuel was dead, but by the other Nevi'im as well. Um, uh, uh, you know, based on, on, on Hashem's word, it says that David had no strength. He gave all of his strength when he's dancing. Right? No strength, no movement that was not, the, the verse says, with all of his, not with 80%, he wasn't 90%, it was literally every drop of strength he had. The Chazan Ish, when the great Galo Hador, great leading genera- leader of the generation in Israel, 1940s and 50s, they, they said that he'd be studying Torah, and sometimes he would try to go to bed to lay down, and he could not make it. Ten feet, he would literally collapse. He studied Torah, it literally every drop of his energy left him. We know, by the way, when you or I or anyone's in danger, running away from fire, a person has supernatural strength. All of a sudden, we never saw before, a person is able to push even farther than they would imagine. Push even farther than they would imagine. They would run faster than they ever did before. By David, it's not that there was latent talent. He literally gave everything he had. He literally gave everything he had. I saw this to an extent by Rav Nassim Tzvi Finkel of Shiva in the Mirror, who was the Shiva of the biggest Shiva of the world when I was there. It's still the biggest Shiva in the world. Now I was there, like five thousand students. Now it's over nine thousand students, um, and he had he was he was had Parkinson's, and I can remember I, I think I've said the story that the Simchas Beshoeva on Sukkot came to dance. Comes in, and you know the place it's dancing and it's calm. You know it's regular dancing. All of a sudden the floor starts to shake as the Shiva comes in. And they're saying, or is all right, a song about a great scholar. 
and everyone goes crazy dancing. All the students, he was not since we think when he was alive in the mirror, it was a beloved. Beloved! He was like a true king. People loved him. Um, and he starts dancing on the Simchas Eva like a 20-year-old kid. He had Parkinson's disease. He's in his, that time, in his 60s, I believe. 70s, 60s, whatever, I think 60s. Uh, at that point. And he, till, I mean, I couldn't dance like he was dancing, until they, they carried him off. He, they literally had no strength. They, they carried him off the floor, literally. <laughs> he, picked, he was picked up and taken off the dance floor. He had, he had run out of strength completely. I, I, I used to sit next to him, stand ahead of the table over here, right next to me over here. He would give a chabura Sunday nights. So he gave lots of shirim, but he gave like private. A chabura was like to 10, 12 people where he'd go over the Gemara and he'd give a shir on it, which is not part of the daily. Uh, and I, was, I had a Sunday night in his house and I was sitting right next to him and I, think I, was, I was the ringleader of that chabura. And one time in the middle of chabura, he had, getting, he had serious Parkinson's, he, he couldn't talk anymore, he literally ran out of strength. And he starts whispering to me, I can't hear what he's saying. We motion that should come closer. I put my ear into his mouth and he says, I'm out of gas. <laughs> He's out of gas. And he says to me, he was like, and he was serious. He, that's what I say. Everybody says, the chabura is over. The next day he saw me. and said, I'm so sorry. I said, Rashid, you gave everything you had. You everything you had. I mean, the, the give everything. David and Malchus, Torah says, 100% he had. When he, when he served Hashem, when he davened to Hashem. The Chanamu Chazal, Al Ha'avas, it says about the Avas, Av Yitzhak Yaakov, She writes him the fun of Yisparka, Susim, Abitzimayim, they would run like you see a horse running full force, like the oh, what's it called, the horse race, the Blanky Man, whatever, the Kentucky Derby, right? Flying, hey. So they tell the they were slow. They didn't just do it; they pushed themselves more than they could have. They, more like think about the high adrenaline again. You and I, we should push ourselves, <laughs> hey. You know, we don't want to burn out. But they they were they were literally constantly pushing because they're at the level they constantly push. Uh, they, like there was a person always running away from fire, the full speed ahead. The, and going back to the field, the truth is when we think about what we're davening for. Going back to spiritual now, we say I should purify our heart. You know, a person doesn't want to think about just the gutter stuff, or about lowly stuff, or about mundane. Purify our heart, we should serve Hashem in truth. You're not serving Hashem correctly. What are we at the end of the day? Life is short. Well, you know, you don't get buried with your car. You don't get buried with your house. You don't get buried with your coin collection or your, your, your phone, whatever it may be. You get buried with your, with your body and you are your soul forever. Your neshama is your essence. That is who we are. You know, I always tell people, they don't marry bodies. You know, people get older, the body changes, but the soul... You marry the soul is forever. Who, who we are is forever. And without a good soul, without a pure soul, where in the world are we? It's more important than anything else. If a person is muddied and sullied, then after they die, they're going to go to not such a good place. Right? How can a person not go ask Hashem for what they need? You're asking for your family. 
Asking for children, little kids, family, children, older children, relatives, parents. You think about it. Each person should be crying their heads off. Well, you know, if you're a parent, you know, I remember when I was, when I was young, my, my, my mother said to me, you will never understand the, what it means to be a parent until you are one. And the truth is she was right. You do not understand what that means until you are a parent. Um, I mean, when you think about every kid, every all of us, we're all so vulnerable. And, and to dom to dom for children, for you know, when you're for, when you're uh, you're a child and your parents are elderly, there's so many issues. I'm just dealing with something right now. So many issues. This is this. Thomas and Sanhedrin, when Rabbi Eliezer HaGadol Rekiva's great teacher went out, and we know that Rabbi Eliezer rebukes Rabbi Kiva at the end of his life for not coming to him under certain circumstances. He said, Rabbi Kiva gave him a very hard time, not, not for now. But Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Eliezer is being taken out to be buried. Okay? Mach, he says, in the period after the destruction of the second base of English, Mach, so he, he hid himself so much until his blood is, he was starting to bleed. Hekshibatayus asked, "What do you mean? It's a biblical command." The Torah says, "Life is good. You can't cut yourself. You can't hurt yourself. Why? Because we know that we're eternal." And the Torah answers this question. It says, "You can't hit yourself for the dead. The divrei the Torah that's lost, you could." And so Pinkett says, Shemat to be an Indian between Chaim Shulatz. I heard in the name of Chaim Shulatz, who was the Mashkiach or the Shiva of the Mirrors, of the Mirror Yeshiva Yishalayim, Mirror in Jerusalem. She is saying that when we say, Let's just go do in the Torah, it says, Banim Atem. We say, Your children are Hashem, don't hurt yourself for dead people, which was common in the ancient world and still in certain cultures today. But the reason is, um, you think that without this. Person, my life is not a person. Chaim and a Chaim. The person, no, you're all, you're children of Hashem. You always have Hashem. You're, you have a Hamakom. You're bonded to Hashem. You're, you're very close to Hashem. But for the Torah that's lost, and the Kiva said to himself, oh, the spiritual loss of, of, of Rabbi Eliezer Hagadol, that, that, that Kiva now had no one to study from, and there were things of Rabbi Eliezer, and only Rabbi Eliezer could have taught Rabbi Akiva. That loss is eternal. To Rabbi Akiva, it was as acute as possible. It was not the comfort of Hashem. Hashem was not giving him that Torah in the world that we have today. And so, therefore, Chaim Shulavitz expounds and elucidates Taisus. That's a shot by Taisus. We're not anything like that level. The point is, there's a desire for more. There's this desire that it's real, that it's, it's hysterical, so to speak, quote-unquote, need not just for our health, not just for our wealth, not just for our family, but to be higher spiritually. It's our Chachamin. On this note, he says, you have to understand, Mekiva, Yosh Mechayim, he was upset that he lost the Torah by Eliezer Gadol, even so that Mekiva was the greatest of the Tanaim. Um, and certainly by us, who are not Tanaim, which are the sages of the Mishnah, or the Amaran sages of the Gemara, we're not Rishayim for the generation of the Rabbah and Rashi, for the Rishayim, we're not the generation of Mekiva Eger, the Ramah, how much more so? We need to feel how lacking we are spiritually. Right? And if we'd have a base of Mikdash, how much greater would be? We know that the biggest cause of lack of Torah in the world is not a base of Mikdash. 
And therefore, when a person starts to feel that, hold on for a base of English, we have sar, we have pain. Shem, we need the base of English. Need the thumb. The Pshita, simple, the Majayo Zu, the Tsura Zu, this idea of Shavak, hysterical, like really feeling the lack. We're homeless without person. We're sick, right? You know, again, you know, in one moment, it's not a choke. Uh, there's a person, I don't want, there's a, a rabbi in the Chicago community who's on his deathbed. Four months ago, he was running one of the biggest shows in Chicago. Not 65 years old, he got a form of cancer. I remember this email went out that, uh, that uh, it's routine, prognosis is very good, I'll probably lose his hair from chemo, but it really looks very positive. And they, they stopped treating him today already. It's not like it was an event that I stopped treating it. It's uh, Whatever. I can't even talk about it. But like, a minute. A person's life and things are going smoothly today. A person dominates for health every day. A person has money. Money can come and go like this. Bad investment. A lawsuit. A person who dominates every day realizes the needs and certainly, certainly in spiritual, which is eternal. It's who we are forever. So at some level, it's a very high level. But the MS, the truth is, all of us, you and I, Yachol and Goibo can touch this to an extent, a little bit. We daven. Ve'ena kavanas. Listen to this. Don't think, and we're talking about, he's talking about Pincus, a regular Thursday morning, Shon not Hanukkah, a regular Shon Thursday morning, right? Your Wednesday night Marav. It doesn't mean that you're going to scream out from the shul, are you shaking like I'm a shogunah, like, like a wailing lady? Uh, that's not what we're talking about. It's not about wailing. And it's about an internal cry. Now, so if you're a lady, you can put it to your face and screen your eyes. That, or you're a man, you can do that as well. It, it's, but the most important thing is that sa'aka panim is that feeling that the way a person talks, it's a different ask. It's a different ask when it's tzaka, when it's a plead, when it's a beg, it's a shrai, it's a feeling of hysteria, a feeling of desperate need. It's a tzaka, it's an internal tzaka. Shiyeda, the person's cognizant. Ha'adam, beyond the simple, understands intellectually, what he needs from Hashem is so essential, so important. He cries out to Hashem, please Hashem, help me, like a child to a father. For Kassim Rabbeinu Rabchaim Velazhin, the founder of Velazhin Yeshiva, the great student of Velazhin, talks about Torah study. Sheyuchol ha'adam that a person in one hour sometimes could accomplish and achieve what takes typically ten hours to do. If he has a, the right diseases, if he has the right alacrity and diligence and focus, it's possible to actually cover an intellectual ground in one hour that sometimes usually takes to ten. So too it's tefillah. In in prayer, if your person comes to a rega, a moment of clarity, of havana, of emotional clarity, so how their request in front of Hashem is life and death. Not life and death that you would typically, but it makes all of the difference. It's totally essential and desperate for a soul. And you have it for a moment. And you put your tefillah in your thoughts in it for a moment. Um, uh, calls him, 
how precious and, and, and wondrous this moment is. Many moments of love and clinging in When a person has that moment in time, that just moment of cognizance, the moment of feeling, Hashem, only you can give me this. Um, it, 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 it replicates over time. That, it may not be a permanent, but it will happen again. Because it's, it's that moment where a person goes higher and cries higher and realizes the source of everything in the Shem. And, the, and the, it's not enough just to think it. It's not enough just to want it. It's not just to ask nicely. It's not like a person has to plead in front of Hashem. And when a person does that, Shava, we know as I started tonight, the Pasuk, which teaches us the whole salvation, the Yeshua of the Jewish people and Shmais, was Tvetal Shavasim and Salakim and They screamed out hysterically from the Veda. That was the beginning, Chazal Taos, of all of the Yeshuas. Our Tfilas will be way higher and answered for the positive Bez Hashem if we utilize Shava to cry out, even at a level of internal hysteria to Hashem. Everything really to us is essential. Have that feeling, even for a moment or two, is nayrin or us is truly awesome. Okay, we're going to halt here. Next week we're going to continue with the sa'aka, and then it's going to change gears a little bit. Okay, frey l'chachanaka.